Hello, everybody, and welcome to the World Citizen Artist Podcast. This episode today is particularly special because it is World Refugee Day, and it is also WCA's eighth anniversary. And today, I'm delighted to be joined by Kauza Amine. Uh, originally from Afghanistan, Kauza is currently based in California. She is an activist and organizer and is particularly interested in women's rights and refugees. My name is Willem, and I will be the host of today's podcast. So thank you very much, Kauza, for joining. And I was wondering if we could start off by you talking a little bit, little bit about your story of coming um, to the US from Afghanistan. Um, uh, good morning, everyone, and good afternoon. Uh, I'm I'm Kauza Ramini. Uh, thank you so much, uh, William, for inviting me for this amazing podcast. I would love to just talk a little bit about myself and my journey from Afghanistan to US. And um, uh, to, to, uh, I would like to just say thank you so much for, for just lifting up, helping me to lift up thousand silent voices. I came to US on April 2019 with my husband and my daughter because my husband was working with US uh, ISAF and NATO for more than six years, a professional video editor and we applied for a SAIBI visa which is a special immigrant visa and we just uh, came to US after two years of processing our visa status and, and, and hopefully we just got American into US on April 2019. Fantastic and was it quite an easy process for you to to leave Afghanistan or did that itself bring up a lot of challenges when you when you came to the US? Uh, it, it was very it was not really easy for me. I know the process was very easy because the U.S. government was like giving value for those interpreters and for those uh, people that they helped them in, in, in back 20 to 80 years of their, their services. Uh, but it was very hard for me to lifting um, uh, lifting back everything, my family, my friends and my country. And I was thinking for the bright future for my daughter and myself. Uh, that was the reason I just left my country and I was trying to immigrate to U.S. And I felt so good. I was thinking, like, what might happen with my daughter's future if I were to stay in Afghanistan? Do she face the same issues like I did? Do she face a lot of challenges that I did? No, I don't let her to grow in, a, in a, such a society that they're not believing in women and girls. And they're not uh, letting girls or women to access to their rights. And, and still, I was fighting back when I was in my country for women's and women's rights. And still, I'm, 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 I continue fighting for the women's and women's rights, which is my passion. And of course, well, what's been going on in Afghanistan really in, in the last year um, as the Taliban's retaken it. And of course, that's produced a lot of refugees. I was wondering if you could touch on the kind of experiences that those refugees have been experiencing, people who have left after the Taliban have re retaken control, what kind of issues have they been facing when, when they've tried to leave or entered uh, new countries? Uh, thank you so much. So uh, I currently work as a, a Northern California refugee organizer with Sherla, and uh, uh, I'm assisting a lot of refugees since August, August 2021, when they recently came to evacuation process to US. 
And before, I guess, uh, everything was like normal and in track and a system. But when the crisis happened in Afghanistan, a lot of people has been came from Afghanistan to evacuation process. And it was like overload process with, with the, to U.S. government. And there was a lot of resettlement agencies, specifically in, in California. They have been experiencing high volume of cases and immigrants from Afghanistan. And at that time, I was volunteering with different uh, resettlement agencies like IRC and Jewish Family. But uh, because of my world services, uh, Cherla just offered me a position uh, as an employee, and I was glad to accepting that position. And I'm currently working with them and assisting them trying to help the refugee because they thought uh, I might be a good fit for this position as a former refugee. I could deeply understand the refugees' challenges and the different refugees needs and and, and uh, what might be the solution for their issues and I'm very glad to helping or assisting a um, uh, lot of uh, Afghan newcomers Ukrainian from different countries they have a lot of issues but but luckily I'm lucky that uh, the people are lucky that use government have a lot of opportunity to serve them and to support them to to tell them that uh, what does new home mean because they all left their country because of a reason and they just came to us because of a reason because of a bright future because of services loving like in an open and natural spa like a, a well-developed country in the U.S. But I'm very glad that they're safe. They just evacuate safely from their countries from war. And I'm glad to just serving a service for them. And of course, this is this is an issue of, well, Afghan refugees are, are going to new countries, obviously not just the U.S., but obviously you're speaking from the U.S. So this is really a, a global issue. Um, that people are looking to address. And I know you've talked a little bit before about some of the issues in terms of refugees not being able to get uh, a path to citizenship or a path to permanent residency. They get temporary stay and, and that I'm sure causes a lot of anxiety and concerns for, for Afghan refugees. Yes, of course. So on um, on March 2022, uh, with, with flew off uh, um, uh, evacuees from Afghanistan. So a uh, lot of people has been evacuated from Afghanistan. Even some, even even some of them was not eligible to 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 be uh, uh, in U.S. But because of the war and the situation, they have been evacuated people and they just bring them here in U.S. Likely they're saving the human's life. It doesn't matter who comes from where. But uh, President Biden administration just announced that for these Afghan newcomers or evacuate, uh, evacuated people, we are just providing TPS, which is temporary protective status, uh, for about two years. After two, two years, the government will be taking a decision that they might qualify for a green card or a permanent residency or passport or not. Those people that they have their uh, families and their uh, immediate family members in U.S., they could uh, apply for change of status like husband, wife, mother, father, daughter, uh, sons, grandsons. So that might be a very easy process for those people that they could apply for change of status. Then they could be qualified for the, uh, the green card or maybe for U.S. passport. But with the people without documents or any reason that they just left their country and now they're protect in U.S., the government will be taking an action maybe after two years. But later on, on May 
the government announced that this TPS holder may be qualified for a green card, which is very good news. So these people, were, because before it was like unknown future for these people, because they were just living for two years after two years, they didn't know what might happen with them. But right now, the use uh, government are like able to provide those people uh, the permanent residency in future. Uh, I don't know in, in which term on condition because they didn't, um, um, they, they're not launching, they did not launch this pro pro program yet and they never get a lot of information about this process yet. But they just mentioned that we are able to provide uh, the permanent residency for TPS holders in US that they have been evacuated from Afghanistan after um, August uh, the, the 2021. Well, obviously, that's a really positive step forward to, to give Afghan refugees in the US a much uh, high level of security um, and stability. Do you think do you think that changes due to the work of, of activists and the pressure being put on the administration? Of course, because um, um, I, as I, I was talking about uh, lifting up the voices, the reason is here, uh, the refugees' voices are also valuable. There's a lot of people's organizations across the country, in different countries, states, different part of the world. They're trying to do advocacy work for the refugees and immigrants. So because as I believe, immigrants always have reason to leaving their country because of a specific reason. That's why they're trying to leave their everything behind and they're coming to the uh, third safest country. Without reason, I guess nobody loves to leave their land and their country and immigrant to another country. So and 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 I guess this is this is the uh, humans pressure against governments and the peoples and the advocate the humans right advocate uh, advocators that they're putting pressure on the governments to just protect these lives and it just make happen and and have a very positive outcome since since January a lot of these resettlement agencies and also a lot of uh, peoples and um, uh, women's right advocators human right humanitarian philanthropists has been helped and lift up these refugees' voices that might might have what might happen with these people after two years. Uh, we, we need to just provide them a status at least, maybe permanent residence. TPS is not going to work for them because they might live an unknown future, right? And and which is very good. And well, like I said at the beginning, you're also heavily engaged um, with women's rights, and that's something very close to your heart. I was wondering if you could explain a little bit about your experience of women's rights um, whilst you're in Afghanistan. I know, for example, you were in the uh, national soccer team. Uh, what was your reaction to to that, Mike? Um, I know it's it's not very hard, but um, I, I I sometimes felt so disappointed while I'm remembering those uh, moments with high uh, issues and challenges for myself. But I'm very glad that I did it. And I just fight against uh, the, those uh, this community that I was living there. And I would just try to continue my education. And I was very glad that I had my mother back behind me and my sister that surely support both of us to continue our education. In terms of women's rights, I know it's, 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 it's totally clear that women are like not having access on their basic right in Afghanistan. Uh, as a woman's, uh, and Afghanistan is still ranking, ranked the worst place in the world to be women. Uh, Despite Afghan governments and international donors afford since 2001 to educate girls and eliminate two thirds of the country not attending the school. 
87% of Afghan women are illiterate. So, which means like uh, there was a few of um, num few numbers of the few percentage of the women who are like attending the school and they were continuing their education. So a lot of uh, things were happening with women in Afghanistan. Like they faced uh, forced marriage in early age and they just banned from going to school and gender discrimination. Even when I was like playing soccer, when I was like nine years old in my school and then um, uh, uh, later I just joined Afghanistan national soccer team. A lot of people from my community and from my relatives and people that just, they know that I'm playing soccer and continuing my education, they had like very bad comments and saying like, why they're like playing soccer, why they're going to school, they're young enough, they need to get married. And I just exactly remember those days that I was trying to hide my soccer dress that nobody else could see that I'm playing soccer because it was like, very risky for the women's in, in, in Afghanistan, such a country that, that, that involved in kind of sport activity, even do a lot of challenges with, with, with their education. But uh, I feel so good, as I mentioned before, that when I was watching the TV's news channels after 2012 and 10, and I was seeing like women's or girls are like openly could talk in front of media and joining different uh, clubs, uh, soccer tournaments with, with, with high professionality. And I was feeling so good. I was saying like, yes, we did it. And we, we just fight for these all and we just open up the door for the rest of the girls to walk in and follow their passions. And and and, and a lot of things happen still with women in Afghanistan, even before Taliban in different part of the country, girls were not allowed to go to school in few uh, few of province that that even they just uh, still continuing their early age marriage in 10 to 12, even under 10, which was which which, which is horrible. And, and after the Taliban regime came, I guess everything's just, just as we all know, that stagnant like before, uh, 20 years before. And, and I hope that we could change something, but I can't expect something because the situation is very critical and hard to understand and the handles. And hopefully our voices could change something. Our advocacy works are, uh, could do uh, or could bring some changes. And with that attitude, do you um, are you optimistic about the future for Afghanistan? I I I don't want to I don't want to give up, and I uh, I just always want to dream for peace on that land, dream back for that land. <clears throat> As a young generation, I'm all I'm, I'm almost twenty eight years old. I'm not old enough, so <laughs> I, I just wanna I just wanna dream back for my daughter, for the rest of the girls that they're living in Afghanistan, and for the, for the rest of the girls that they're dreaming to change the world, the youth leadership. So I hope we could make some changes. I hope we can bring some peace, gender, uh, solve the gender issue, and bring equal rights to humans in different parts of the world. But I never want to say that, no, I'm done and everything is gone. No. We always need to fight. We always need to speak, at least if we're not able to change something for, for uh, bringing something uh, to bring some changes or to make something happen. I guess Wises is uh, the most powerful gun we could just use up and against everything. I guess when I'm speaking from U.S., 
uh, I, I maybe different people just listening to me to different part of the world. It means this. This I have this much power. I could be visible in dif- different part of the world with my specific message. So uh, I, I always want to be positive about even Afghanistan future. But uh, we, as a young generation, needs to work hard to bring this uh, to to make this happen and to bring the changes. Fantastic, fantastic. Cause I think that's a really, really great note to finish us on, um, and I hope people take inspiration from what Cause has said. Uh, and can go forward, lift voices, and build those connections. So do check us out at www.worldcitizenartists.org, and I hope to see you all soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening.